Welcome into the End the Money podcast for Friday, April 16th. Keelan's Director of Wagering Development, Jim Goodman, here along with myself, Tom Leach, as we take a look at the late pick four on Friday. Starts in race seven on the Friday card and includes the grade three Baird Double Dog Dare Stakes. So let's jump in. Just take them right in order. The seventh race, Jim, it's a six furlong test for three-year-olds that uh, is a allowance race for non-winners of two lifetime. Uh, horse, the ride of a lifetime, looked real good winning here last summer and went up into stakes company out of that. Uh, figures to be favored, but looks like a pretty well-matched group. Where did you end up landing in the seventh to get this started? Well, the ride of a lifetime is the obvious choice uh, based on that class. And the, you won by eight and a quarter here last year at six furlongs. And went to Saratoga, uh, ran well in the Saratoga Special behind Jackie's Warrior, who obviously came back and has become a, an outstanding uh, three-year-old sprinter. Then <clears throat> um, did not fire. Or, well, he, he has a lead top of the stretch in Iroquois and, and gave it up at a mile. Probably doesn't want a mile. Uh, back to his best uh, distance, uh, back to a track where he's one for one. Uh, I think if you get three to one on here, it'll be a bargain. Um, the other horse that I thought has shot it here, though, you got to look at Wesley's horse, Red Ghost, coming out of a Kentucky Downs race, but uh, he's he looks like he's meant for turf, and is has been very good on the on the turf. But he was off the turf in Saratoga, uh, won his maiden special by eight and a half, and then they threw him into a four hundred thousand dollars stakes race at, at uh, Kentucky Downs, where he was favored. Um, so off a layoff, I I don't think he'll be ready for she'll be ready for this one, but. Um, you know, Wesley's always got a shot. And then Wara is the one I liked on the outside for Mark Cassie and, and Louis Saez uh, coming off a five-and-a-half furlong win at Gulfstream. Uh, they started this horse out on the poly track at Woodbine and then moved into Gulfstream and ran him on the turf. And then he broke his maiden on the dirt. So maybe they were not quite so sure of him being a turf horse. So Wara's got a shot on the outside, but the ride of a lifetime is my pick in the uh, seventh race. Yeah, that's who I ended up on, too. The Correa's horses, uh, Nacho Correa's horses, have been running well. Uh, this horse had a really sharp workout, uh, 47 flat uh, here, and uh, showed a lot of promise last year. So definitely the one to beat in this spot. I thought Medicine Tail uh, was a little interesting in here. Um, horse has already run at the meet, so it's one of the runbacks that we talked about yesterday. And that was a pretty good field. It was a couple of Brad Cox runners that finished 1-2 in Joe Frazier and Warrant, and uh, this horse ended up with an 81 buyer in his first start off uh, a brief break, and that's a significant jump up. If he runs back to that, that number fits in pretty well here. So at 12 to 1 on the morning line, I am going to include that horse also. Shackelford story, um, that was a pretty good bunch last time at the fairgrounds, uh, the blameworthy one. Uh, Wara, very impressive in that maiden win, and then uh, Red Ghost was the other one I had listed too, but the ride of the lifetime is the win pick. Eighth race is a turf sprint, five and a half furlongs, uh, non-winners of one uh, allowance. Lexingtonia is where I ended up on the outside. It's Clement and uh, Saez. Saez gets them out of the gate well. Um, sharp works for this horse, and I think five to one on the morning line was a little attractive. So didn't have a strong opinion here, so I, I took that one on top. Uh, Jade's Jelly for Ward I liked. Uh, zero to sixty uh, for Al Stahl. This horse won its uh, debut up at Saratoga, so that's uh, noteworthy. Uh, Ghosting Kim at the seventy-two buyer last time in a fairgrounds maiden race. Uh, that is uh, a nice number. And then uh, Senora Roma 
has speed, and the barn's really good off a layoff. So I uh, didn't, as you can tell, have a real strong opinion here. I'm going to gonna go deep, but I did take Lexingtonia on top. How about you? I think this race has all written all over it. I couldn't afford the all with the, with the ticket structure I've got, but um, I went up narrowing down to four, including uh, Ghosting Kim for Correas. As you mentioned, uh, his horses have fired at the meet. Uh, she fits well at 72 buyer at fairgrounds last time out. Jimmy Graham had a great day, uh, as we're taping this on Thursday, he had a great day on Wednesday, should have won three races. He got taken down in the second race. It was a, a tough takedown. Let's, let's just say that I thought the horse came in a little bit, but didn't, uh, at 13 to one. So he should have won three races. He got two. So he's riding well. Senor Roma for Larry Ravelli, big 83 buyer last time out at Gulfstream as they tried to get her on the turf, and she, they took it off down there, and she just blew them away. So that, that tells me that she's running well. Lexitonia has a big shot for Clement, and Jade's Jelly, the horse that you mentioned for Wesley Ward. Um, but I left out Southern Mama for host jo- Joel Rosario coming off a couple of uh, polytrack efforts. Uh, Sister O'Toole for Grand Motion. I just think this one's wide open, and uh, if you can afford to go all in here, this is where you might get a price on the card. Yeah, the at ten to one, Sister O'Toole's a Grand Motion horse. hadn't been out since last summer, but uh, after moving into the Motion Barn, ran four races and was well bet every time. So, um, yeah, I'm with you. If you could take all, uh, probably a good idea to do it here uh, because this is looks just wide, wide open. Ninth race is the Grade Three Baird Double Dog Dare Stakes for Phillies and Mares Ford up at a mile and a sixteenth, and um, really nice, nice group here. Um, where did you land? Yeah, this is one of those races you look at it. It's a Grade Three. You take Royal, the three horses that I like in here that have a shot that, that I think have a really good shot are Royal Flag, Bonnie South, and Speech. Look where they run. Royal Flag is actually the the least accomplished of the ones, but that that race in the uh, and Aqueduct last time out really bodes well for her improvement with Chad Brown. But Bonnie South for Brad Cox and Speech for Michael McCarthy. Uh, Speech won the grade one Ashland here last year. Bonnie South has won the grade two Fairground Oaks and ran second in the Black Eyed Susan by neck and ran second in the grade one Alabama, also coming out of the Ashland. So those two horses, Bonnie South and Speech, fit in a grade one anywhere you want to go. So this bodes well for the bear, double dog there, keeping a grade three and maybe moving up to grade two for those wins. Um, Royal Flag, I think, is the is the question mark here. You, you don't know how much better she's going to get. She has a race against the quality that Bonnie South and Speech have. Uh, and both of them have been off since November. All three of them have been off since November, as a matter of fact. Um, the other horses that have been out already this year, uh, I don't think, are in the class. Uh, Eris 2 for Delacour uh, is interesting off that last race at Royal in the Royal Delta at Gulfstream. Um, at a mile of 16, second to Queen Nakia, who's an accomplished filly. So um, she might have a shot, but I'm going to stick with the three here. Don't really have a strong opinion on who's best of the three. So Bonnie South, Speech, and Royal Flag try to get me through the pick four to the last leg. Yeah, I'm going to take Royal Flag. Um, and it the the reason is I, I think I'm wondering if Speech might need one. And on her, her best numbers would put her at the top, but then there have also been numbers that uh, have been below what Royal Flag ran. So uh, I think uh, she could be vulnerable off the layoff. Uh, Bonnie South, 
Uh, I think uh, in this small field, not a lot of speed, and she runs from pretty far back. That could hurt her chances at this mile in a 16th race with that uh, finishing at the early finish line. So that leaves me to Royal Flag, who had a good workout here. Looked like after that race at Churchill last uh, May was going to be probably a future grade one winner and didn't really take off from there. Ran okay in uh, graded stakes, but then at the end of the year, that race at Aqueduct that she finished with was, I think, her best, and maybe that was the light bulb coming on, and now she's ready to to take it to another level this year. So I'm going to take Royal Flag on top, but I've got to use Speech and Bonnie South, all three of the pick four, obviously, because either of those other two would uh, obviously have a great shot to win this. So it's those three. I just ended up with Royal Flag on top. The uh, tenth race is a turf maiden at a mile and a sixteenth. I ended up taking uh, Mutaba uh, uh, Mubtada in there for Todd Pletcher, on the angle that this is horse coming out of the Gulfstream races, while Scarlet Fusion is coming up out of the Fairgrounds, and uh, did take uh, and has started five times and hasn't yet won. While uh, Mubtada is more lightly raced and uh, might have more upside left, so those were the angles that led me to the three. Uh, I really think it's one of those two that wins this. Uh, if you want to go deeper, Rustler would maybe be my next option, but I'm pretty strong on either the three or the six with the lean to the three, Mubtada. Um, how about you? Yeah, I think that's the two logicals. Uh, I'd use Rustler simply because of my respect for Dane Kabiski. Uh He jumps up and wins a race. He's over 27 in 2021. He's really on a cold streak. But this horse ran in a uh, five-and-a-half Barons turf race last last July at Keeneman, uh, got a little bit of, uh, of support. Fauci won that race, who's come back and, and been a nice colt, and uh, got a couple third places. Lannery takes the mountain back, and I just think that this might be a spot where uh, Scarlet Fusion doesn't like to win. Uh, he's been good, but he hasn't gotten over that hump, and the fairgrounds horses are probably not as good as the Gulfstream horse, horses that Matata face so that's a good point there and, and he was well bet his, his debut at, at uh, two and a half to one so Fletcher with the three Scarlet Fusion with Mark Cassie are logical but I think Rustler's got a shot in here also threw in a horse that on numbers may not fit but Paulo Lobo also gets horses here and and surprises people every once in a while this horse jumped up uh ran a Churchill last year and made special weight and didn't do a thing and then came back in his debut at Turfway, uh, maybe just like the poly track, but he went from a 29 to a 66 buyer. If he takes another step up and uh, is just better, this you know better as a three-year-old as, as he was as an unraced two-year-old till November. Um, this one's not a shot at a, at a good price because the three horses that we mentioned are going to get all the play. So going to go four deep when we get to the uh, pick four. And we are to the pick four. So what's your ticket look like? All right, so I've got a $48 ticket. I'm going two deep in the first leg, five and ten, with the ride of a lifetime and Wara. And uh, I will couch that, that when I get ready to play this, I may single the ride of a lifetime on back class and then go all in the second leg as we as we talk. That might be a, a better play for value. Uh, what I'm going to do with, the, with this ticket, however, is in the second race, I'm going to go three, six, seven, ten with Ghosting Kim, Senora Roma, uh, Jade Kelly and Lexingtonia, 36710. Uh, in the Double Dog Dare, uh, I'm going to use 156 Royal Flag 
Lonnie South in speech. And then in the maiden special weight turf race, I'll go one, three, five, six, Rustler, Muntada, Prince Major, and Scarlet Fusion. So my ticket's 48 bucks, 510 with 36710 with 156 with 1356. Ended up with a, a little pricier ticket of $75. I uh, went a little deeper in the first leg because thinking if I could beat the ride of a lifetime, it could really bump up the pick four. So I took five, six, seven, eight, ten in there, then five horses in the turf sprint, three, five, six, seven, ten. Took the three we like in the double dog dare, the one, five, and six, and then three, six in the last leg. So if I can get through the first two legs and be live, I, I feel. I'd feel pretty good about uh, hitting it and hopefully catch a, a couple of prices in those first two legs. Best of luck with your plays on the Friday card. We'll be back for a edition of the Saturday in the Money podcast to talk about the Saturday card at Keeneland. It features the Elkhorn Stakes. We'll talk to you next time here on the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.